in New York, three more New York sheriffs said they won't enforce Governor Cuomo's Thanksgiving limit. In a scathing Facebook post on Saturday, Fulton County Sheriff questioned the legality of the governor's newly instituted 10-person cap on parties and other gatherings in private residences. Frankly, I'm not sure if it could sustain a constitutional challenge in court for several reasons, including your house is your castle, the sheriff wrote. And as a sheriff with a law degree, I couldn't in good faith attempt to defend it in court, so I won't. You want to hear clip number one? Uh, Richard Giardino is a New York sheriff. The anxiety that this rule is causing is unbelievable. People believe that the governor and other executives want to use law enforcement as a tool to make them submit. When you try to authorize by executive order that we can come into somebody's house, count the people, and take some sort of action, that that remedy is greater than the wrong of having people gather. Because frankly, I have faith in people in my community to use their intelligence, what they know about the COVID, and make a determination. There you go, brother. So, Amen to that. on the other end of the country, they increased shutdown orders, uh, moved uh, all the counties in California into the purple tier, statewide mask mandate, etc. Uh, at the same time that we all learned the governor who's making these rules uh, goes out to eat with his friends and breaks all the rules whenever he feels like it. Um, as Kevin Faulkner, who has been on this show a number of times, the outgoing mayor of San Diego, said about Gavin Newsom going out to eat with his friends. Uh, His kids can learn in person, but yours can't. He can celebrate birthday parties, but you can't. He can dine on a $350 meal at one of California's fanciest restaurants during the worst recession in generations, but you can't. Can you believe this? I can't. That's Mm. if they go with the cheapest thing on the menu, the $350 a a meal. Yeah, so I, I can't believe he would even allow the opportunity to be caught dining at the French Laundry when you have... Two million Californians out of work. I mean, I just it's just a bad look. Even if it doesn't really mean anything, the restaurant is open. You can afford it. You eating there doesn't, you know, affect anybody else who's out of work. Just as a public leader, I would think you would avoid that. If you had, and, and as a Democrat, he does, if you had a contract for life, you'd behave differently. It's just the nature of human beings. He can't be booted out of office. He ate at this restaurant called the French Laundry, which not only is expensive, but it's legendary worldwide. It is, it is oftentimes been named the best restaurant in the world. And I took a basket full of my underpants, and they wouldn't wash them for me. Now, I've eaten there a couple of times. I never paid for it. I don't remember. I don't even remember how I ended up there. One was a birthday party. That one I kind of remember. The other one I was uh, was drinking heavily, and it was like on a whim, and somebody had connections or something. Mm. It's in the Napa area. Yeah. um, And I'm the wrong person. I I remember thinking at the time, what a waste that I'm here. Because I'm just not the right person to appreciate that sort of thing. Like, I, I saw a buddy guy in his blues club 25 years ago. I'm super into guitar playing and that kind of music. It was an amazing experience for me. Mm-hmm. The average person off the street would say, there's a blues band on every corner. It sounds the same to me. <laughs> That's the way I am going to the French Laundry. Yeah. And it's like every other fancy restaurant I've ever been at. It takes way too long to eat. Um, it's just disappointing. that. Why is this so small? I wish somebody else could have gone in my place because it's a cool experience. Um, but Gavin Newsom was there to celebrate the 50th birthday of a friend of his, 
who happens to be a lobbyist. Of course, his best friends are lobbyists oh, yeah. and the sort of people that eat at the French Laundry. And there were no, more than 10 people there, which violate, violates his own guidelines. And there were people from more than three households, which violates his own guidelines. You know, it just it was a bad look on so many different levels. And he decided yesterday when he came out, while he was about to announce even stricter rules for, you know, the the, the, the plebes of the world, uh, those of us who have subjects, his subjects, he decided to go on a long, long um, uh, apology, which I haven't heard yet. I understand that he barely takes a breath and there are no periods. Okay, so, yeah, here are a number of levels on which to enjoy this. Number one, it is uh, it contains run-on sentences that are like the Mississippi River. They're just amazing. They can be seen from space. Uh, Second thing is, he alternates like A, B, A, B, that fast, taking responsibility and saying he'll make no excuses, then immediately following it with an excuse. Yeah, whenever that that's a good life lesson. I, I tell my son this. Whenever you're actually apologizing, you can't throw in the caveats. You just can't. Don't. There may be a time for that later, and or your audience might make them for you. But he he simultaneously prosecutes and defends himself in a way that is hilarious. Uh, it's it's uh, rambling as hell, but dig this, won't you? It's uh, to me, it's it's a work of art. That a few weeks ago, uh, I was asked to go to a friend's fiftieth birthday. Uh, my wife and I. It starts already. I was asked. There you go. There you go. A few weeks ago, uh, I was asked to go to a friend's 50th birthday. Uh, my wife and I, a friend that I've known for almost 20 years, and, uh, and a friend that had, well, put a lot of time and energy into his 50th birthday. It was in Napa, which was in the orange. <laughs> Wait a second, what, I know. What the hell is I know. That? What the hell is that? It's a symphony. What the hell is that? He put a lot of effort into this incredibly expensive party. What am I going to not go? <laughs> That's fantastic. Friend that had, well, put a lot of time and energy into his 50th birthday. It was in Napa, which was in the orange status, relatively loose compared to some other counties. Uh, It was to be an outdoor uh, uh, restaurant. And we started the, well, the program started at 4 o'clock. It was one of those early reservations. I got there a little bit late at 4.30. Uh, and as soon as I sat down at uh, the larger table, so what is that? I realized so it was a little... So that's the, I wasn't even there the whole time excuse. Yeah. <laughs> well, and he's about to make the point that, uh, oh, oh, this is in violation of the guidelines, he realized. <laughs> o'clock was one of those early reservations. I got there a little bit late at 4.30. Uh, and as soon as I sat down at uh, the larger table, I realized it was a little larger group. Uh, than I had anticipated, uh, and I made a bad mistake. Instead of sitting down, uh, I should have stood up and walked back, got in my car, and drove back uh, to my house. Instead, I chose to sit there with my wife uh, and a number of other couples that were outside the household. And you can quibble about the guidelines, et cetera, et cetera, but the spirit of <laughs> yeah, what I'm yeah, preaching You can quibble. You quibble about the guidelines. Yeah, we've been quibbling about them quite a bit, Gavin, because they're crushing people's lives. By the way, driving from there to his house at 4.30 on a Friday afternoon is a three-hour trek. <laughs> so I don't think you were going to do that. But. The guidelines, et cetera, et cetera. But the spirit of what I'm preaching all the time uh, was contradicted, and i got to own that. And so I want to apologize to you uh, because I need to preach and practice, not just preach. 
and not practice. And I've done my best to do that. Uh, we're all human. We all fall short sometimes. Uh, we've been out, and I think, for three times since. In fact, I know it's been three times because I remember all of those dinners very, very vividly uh, since February, just three times, uh, twice with my wife by myself outdoors, and then this one occasion uh, with a larger group. And there were just a few extra people there uh, than the spirit of what I am promoting. Uh, and so if we're going to minimize mixing. A few gotta, more than the spirit. got to own up to that. So uh, I just want folks to know that. Officer, I was only going a few miles an hour over what the spirit of the speed limit is. So did I set. 95 miles an hour. What, what, what is it? The, the spirit of the... Put your ticket book away. What are you doing? Every time I think the ridiculousness is done, he throws in a new, uh, another little plum. Oh, that's a good one. Just a few more than the spirit. That is hilarious. Oh, boy. You let anybody else get away with that when you make these guidelines? Oh, All right, God. let's finish strong. The spirit of what I am promoting. Uh, and so if we're going to minimize mixing, you gotta you got to own up to that. So uh, I just want folks to know that. Paid for our dinner. Uh, and what? we, uh, you know, we had an early dinner. That's not uh, I shouldn't have been there. I should have turned back around. And uh, so when that happens, you got to... You pay the price, but you also own the mistake, and you don't ever make it again. And you have my word on that. At least it was an early dinner. Yeah, exactly. You sure made that emphasis a lot. What the hell's that got to do with anything? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I believe those are just uh, irrelevant details meant to just kind of uh, it? cloud the signal-to-noise yeah. ratio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just... He's just rambling. Yeah. He's just talking. Well, he doesn't have a leg to stand on. No. Uh, if you've ever tried to excuse something that's inexcusable, it's tough. You, yeah. you, you got you got you got nowhere to go with your ramblings whenever that happens, dude. You got caught. Um, uh, you it was know, the only time he'd done it though. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a like it's all a, like all crimes. This was the yep, first time yep. I did it. Yeah. Now my interpretation, my uh, translation of what he said was, I believe. I can balance risk and benefit in my life, avoid the COVID, avoid spreading it, and make my own decisions. But you can't. You're too stupid. Uh, Tucker Carlson had a slightly darker view of it, and I think he may have a point. It's clip 59. And by the way, he's fine. He didn't die from it. When you're God, you don't fear viruses. Lockdowns are for mortals. So you'd think getting caught would hurt Newsom. Getting caught ignoring your own rules used to be a major problem for politicians, but it's not anymore. They are no longer humiliated by their own hypocrisy. The point of the exercise is to humiliate the rest of us by forcing us to obey transparently absurd orders. I think he really nailed the point there that you crossed the line into, I'm not even, you know, I'm going to go through the motions of the apology, but, I, you know, I clearly don't even feel that bad about it. It's yeah. just... Yeah. Hey, newsflash. There's a different set of rules for us than there are for you. We the powerful. What? You just catch on to that? You're dumber than I even thought. Right. Right. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much the tone of it. Yeah. Wow. And God, there, what a bad know, look. And there are plenty of them around the country, too. He's not the only one. Yeah, and it's... Mayors, well, D.C., Chicago, Oh, have you been following... Governors. Speaking of Tucker, he's been hammering, because he's in New York, the fact that the governor's brother... Andrew Cuomo's brother, who is 
the other Cuomo, yes, uh, Zeppo Cuomo, yes, um, is constantly being seen out and about without masks and doing various things. Even when as he lectures you with his high hand in CNN, yeah, his show on CNN is yeah, all Chris about Cuomo. these yeah. shutdowns and those shutdowns, and he's constantly he got in trouble at his own building he lives in from the building management because he wouldn't wear his mask in the elevator like he's supposed to. They just they don't feel like the rules actually apply to them. No, no, they're smart enough to manage their own lives, and you know what? They are. As Tucker was saying, he's fine. He didn't die of it. But you're not, you see. You not you and your stupid business that's not essential. You don't know well enough to keep your customers safe and keep your employees safe. So you will be shut down. Meanwhile, during the, the, the deepest uh, economic contraction in maybe 100 years in California, your governor's at the French Laundry with his best friends who are lobbyists. Right. Spending between three hundred fifty and fifteen hundred dollars a person. Uh, we're all human. We all fall short sometimes. I mean, that goes on all the time and is not going to stop anytime soon. No, uh, that's just the way it works. But so keep that in mind as if you're if you're weighing whether to follow the rules and regs and go ahead and crush your business. Just keep that in mind. Keep everybody safe. Be smart. Do what you think is right. That is my advice to you. Um, good time to donate money to Warrior Foundation. We'll do another total coming up. Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I just saw that a quarter of adults plan to buy a Christmas present for themselves this year. If you're going to indulge a little something for yourself this year, how about you throw a little money our way for the Warrior Foundation? Warrior Foundation Freedom Station, wonderful organization, wonderful charity, very efficient with your money. Don't get it mixed up with something with a similar name. Warrior Foundation Freedom Station, it's at armstrongandgetty.com. You can donate under your own name. You can donate anonymously. You can donate in the name of a... uh, uh, someone you love who has served or perhaps has passed. And you can also donate under a funny name, as people do. I would say $10 minimum right now. Oh, I like that. Use that space to make an editorial comment about Gavin Newsom. I know. No obscenities, of course, because this is a serious organization doing wonderful things for our our hurt uh, service people, okay? Uh, but uh, perhaps a uh, a whimsical nickname for the governor or an editorial comment, whatever you like. $10 minimum. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. We're on 50 stations now? That's what they tell me. I don't believe it. So uh, if everybody gave 5 bucks, which you would not notice, we'd easily raise the amount of money we need. So, Oh, um, yeah. F- five to, I mean, to 50 to 500, depending on your financial uh, status. Uh, I know we have uh, various professional athletes, heavyweights of uh, the building trades listening. Some of you, some of y'all builders are making more money than you ever dreamed of for whatever reason. So step up, huh? Armstrongandgetty.com. Uh, what else was I, I had something else? I'm looking up at the TV. It out of my head. Alec Baldwin and Kelsey Grammer teaming up for a new comedy. Is it a movie or a TV series? But either way, whatever they do together, I will watch. There's two of your all-time comedy heavyweights. Yeah. Alex Baldwin. Being a little long in the tooth, but Alex Baldwin and Kelsey Grammer. 
Alec Baldwin's Trump is one of the most obnoxious things oh. I've ever seen hey, in that, my that's life. That's unfortunate because he is so freaking good. Oh, he's and a great so funny. comedic actor. That's yeah. the worst thing I've ever seen him do comedically. Plus, he uh, hunted Red October. All right. Right. Seems to be a uh, traditional sitcom uh, from the creators of Modern Family. Wow. Oh, it's okay. probably going to be pretty good. Yeah. What are they, neighbors? Brothers? Lovers? Gay fellers? Gay fellers? <laughs> you don't know, do you? <laughs> no, I don't. No. Could be anything. Oh, hey, so the uh, the Senate Judiciary or Commerce Committee is grilling the tech giants again today. Um, Lindsey Graham was laying the wood to Mark Zuckerberg and uh, talking about that social dilemma documentary, uh, pointing out that it's uh, addictive and everybody knows it. Uh, Molly Hemingway was just uh, tweeting. the. Uh, she was re- reacting to a different tweet. According to the Biden campaign metrics, online chatter about the Hunter Biden story during the elections last week was greater than it was around Hillary's emails during the last month of 16. The difference is the Hunter Biden story, the fa- the Biden family money laundering business story, never spilled over into the mainstream outlets. The corporate media and Molly comments, yep, the biggest election meddling came from big tech and big media colluding to squash an undeniably legitimate news story about Joe Biden's family business ties to the Chinese Communist Party. The value of their collusion and censorship on his behalf is staggering. Hmm. I would say that's correct. And Sean characterized what's going on on Capitol Hill today as the usual. Uh, the Republicans saying there's too much censorship and the Democrats saying there's not enough. I do feel like the uh, the Section 230 is going to get some sort of change. I don't know how, but it seems like this is the start of that. We'll see. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Got to get to the riff. That's cool. So be it's nice, Michael. You write that? So before we get to the difficulty of having good charities like Warrior Foundation Freedom Station, uh, George Clooney's on the cover of GQ for anybody who still buys magazines. It's their man of the year issue anyway. He confirms a story that came out. I remember we talked about this several years ago that he gave... Uh, his 14 best friends, a million dollars each a couple of years back. You remember that story? Wow, yeah. He he had a dinner uh, with his 14 best friends that he's had throughout his adult life. And he said, these are guys that I slept on their couches when I was broke. They loaned me money when I was broke. I've helped them too, but without them, I wouldn't be where I am today. And he brought out 14 uh, briefcases and gave them each a briefcase, and each one had a million dollars in cash in it. Great Scott. It's a heck of a thing. Yeah. Or was it 13 friends? Whatever it is. Um, the IRS took a chunk of that, right? So that's, well, I don't know. Did they I keep believe, it? They, I believe the keep... story was he covered the, he gave them a million yeah. clear. So oh, he covered whatever taxation. Yeah, you got, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got to do that. Otherwise. It's like the actual price of the hamburger is 460 so it ends up being fine. Well, it's like the game show thing. You just won a, a brand new Ferrari. You can't afford that no, you can sell it for whatever you can get a used Ferrari for a used Ferrari, and then then take the money and do something with that. But um, you can't afford the taxes on that. Um, 
So uh, George Clooney and his partner sold their tequila company for a billion dollars. <sighs> shortly before he did this. And he was single and childless at the time and thought he was never going to get married and have kids. So he's, you know, not, not that I think he's probably thinking, no, my kids, you know, we're barely getting by. We're eating uh, corn puffs because we have no money. How old will pay for college? He's 59 now. He's got three-year-old twins. Woo! I thought I started late. Oof. Chasing around three-year-olds at 59. Yes. I'll keep you busy. He's got people for that. Uh, yeah, that's true. Although he may be an involved and loving dad. I have no information that he's not. I Seems would, like a good bloke. I would guess that he is, but that doesn't change the physicality of a 59-year-old. No, sir. He might be in slightly better shape than you, too. I just, <laughs> I'm not here to criticize. <laughs> just, I, yeah. What's your, what's your workout schedule again? Uh, well, I walked in here. <laughs> Sometimes the elevator's broke, so... No, actually, you know, I've thought about this recently. I, my, am I, uh, the only exercise I get is doing stuff with my kids, which is not enough. But it's it's definitely more than being sedentary, like we rode bikes at the park yesterday. Oh, sure, that's great. You yeah. know, I'm, I'm, we're playing tag, and I'm, I'm, I'm sprinting regularly playing tag. And there you go. But I have noticed it's getting less and less as they get older. And when, they, when I stop doing things with them, I'm going to have to figure something out or mm. I'm... Um, tax filings reveal Biden cancer charity spent millions on salaries, zero on research. This is another New York Post exclusive. The New York Post apparently has it in for the Bidens. And it's also another story, though it came out over the weekend, that nobody else has picked up and is uh, using whatsoever. That's funny, because that's an amazing story about our president-elect. Yeah, it is. It really is. Um, and you remember... Uh, Trump maybe, got ha- hammered for his charity, right? Or is sure. that what you were about to say? No, I wasn't. But okay. you remember um, Obama named uh, Biden the cancer czar or something like that. He was in charge of the cancer moonshot. That's what it was. Mm. And was supposed to come up with a cure for cancer and then put a lot of effort into that. And he was in charge because his son died of cancer. So um, there was that. And then so after he left office, he set up his own charity. A cancer charity started by Joe Biden gave out no money to research and spent most of its contributions on staff salaries, federal filings show. This happens with a lot of charities, by the way, and I don't have any idea, and neither do they, whether or not Joe Biden was aware aware of any of this. I read a book several years ago about uh, who was probably the richest man in the world that's ever been, J.D. Rockefeller, and he was a gazillionaire with the Standard Oil when he was quite young and and, and bailed. I'm done. I've got more money than anybody's ever had. I'm going to dedicate my life to philanthropy, but it was a full-time job. He was amazed at how much work it was. Mm. Finding charities that were real, then overseeing those charities and making sure people didn't steal yeah. and that they're actually getting results. I mean, it's really, really difficult right. to do good with money. Well, it goes back to the road to hell is paved with good intentions, because if if your intentions are good, people stop scrutinizing you or they, they won't even ask, uh, you know, reasonable, critical questions. Or if you're the guy with good intentions or gal, you resent it when people question you. Are you against my wonderful goal? Well, this, and it leads to all sorts of abuse. This seems to be just completely off the rails. Um, and again, it's according to federal filings. This information is available. But again, only the New York Post has any interest. It's funny. The Biden Cancer Institute was founded in 2017 by the former vice president and his wife to help find, quote, solutions to accelerate progress in cancer prevention and to help find a cure. But it gave out no grants in its first two years and spent millions on the salaries of former Washington, D.C. aides it hired. The charity took in... Almost $5 million in contributions in 17 and 18. Wow. Spent $3 million on payroll in those two years. 
Oh. So it took in $5 million, spent $3 million on payroll. It was just money laundering. The group's president, Gregory... This happens a lot, unfortunately. Well, just money distribution. The group's president, Gregory Simon, raked in uh, about a half a million dollars in 18. Uh, and uh, in 19, according to the charity's most recent federal tax filings. Uh, former Pfizer executive and longtime health care lobbyist who headed up the White House's cancer task force in the Obama administration, saw his salary nearly double from $225,000 in 17 of the tax filings show. So here's a lobbyist who was involved in the health care thing while they were in government. They get out of government. They set up a what appears to be fake charity, and mm-hmm. he gets paid that way. This happens all the time, both parties, day in, day out. Has for years, will continue for years. We're breaking new ground here, but it's still worth knowing. So what you're suggesting, just to, uh, su- mm, suggesting just to make sure the dots are connected, is this guy, uh, this guy who's in government, who's he getting paid by when he got out of government, and for what? I'm trying to I'm trying to track the money. So, oh, I don't. I know he got paid by this charity, though. So what? what right. What, so whatever good what he, he did, did for that yeah. is not clear. Yeah, you don't yeah. make these people. They don't make their money usually uh, when they're in office. They they just know on the back end they're going to get a heck of a deal, mm-hmm. and they leave office. And if you're big enough, you write a book. But uh, you you go to some law firm, whether you do anything, I don't know. Uh, that that is you know helped you out over the years while you were in office and you helped them out and that sort of thing and you get a ridiculous salary and you get on the boards of all these things and you get involved in all these charities right exactly they couldn't give you actual money while you're in office they just give you a super cush gig when you get out uh reading on daniel carnival former chief of staff for obama's cancer initiative the cancer moonshot task force took home $258,000 in 2018. That's a pretty good salary for a, a charity that's not actually apparently doing much. The charity spent about sixty grand on conferences and sixty grand on travel that year. The following year, the travel expenditures went up to about 100000 and they spent $750,000 on conferences. Wow. Conferences are trips with hotels and meals. That's what conferences are. Yeah. seven hundred fifty grand. Yeah. On conferences. Oh, wow. But nobody's at all curious about this story. The Bidens stacked the board with leading oncologists and celebrity cancer survivors who, for all I know, were completely 100%, you know, uh, you know, trying to do the right thing. After uh, only two years, the charity paused its operations when Biden and his wife stepped down for Joe Biden's presidential run. So that's that's, that's that's too bad. They spent all that money on trips and meals and, you, and, and that's what salaries. The, and that's and, what the Clinton Global Initiative thing was sure. for years. Absolutely. It's, just, it's it's the way you travel around the, the world making money on speeches and staying at really nice hotels and eating at really nice restaurants. How about this? How do you like this idea? The Joe Getty Institute for the Study of Recreation. <laughs> People contribute, and then I study recreation with the money. I go fishing, I play golf, I lay on a beach, and I study recreation as hard as I can. I think that it's I could get away with that. But you can't study it too hard, because then it's not recreation. Well, all right. You got to maintain that balance, Sean. I don't That's think... why I have a Caribbean offshore college PhD. I don't think the swamp was damaged much in the last four years. But Trump was absolutely right about it being a swamp. It is a swamp and revolving door of government and charities and 
private companies and Lobbyists everybody getting rich. Yeah. I mean, it just is. You mean they're not routing trillions of dollars through Washington, D.C. for our good? Is that what you're suggesting? That they siphon off just enough to all get fat and rich and happy? And how is it, and again, like you said, how is that not a story? Guy's going to be president in 60 days. You got to at least ask him. Hey, that charity, was it doing anything or just paying out big salaries? And did you know it was about it? a slush it? fund he masquerading might, as a charity. He might not have known anything about it. He might have just put his name on it and trusted people to do the right thing. That happens all the time. Or he might have put his name on it and said, don't you tell me a single specific yeah. about what's happening Keep there. me out of it. Right. Thanks for all your help over the years. Exactly. And uh, invite me to speak at your conference. Yeah, we're having a uh, two-week conference in Maui. It's coming up. Yeah. Meet you at the French Laundry on your 70th birthday. Yeah. And we'll have dinner. There you go. Whatever. <laughs> that, There's you know no what? stopping this. But but the, the people keep getting duped into voting for bigger government. That's what makes me insane. And thinking that their person is not going to do this sort of thing always, mm. for whatever reason. That's cute. Uh, text line 415-295-KFTC. If you got any comment, you want to uh, donate money to Warrior Foundation Freedom Station, you can actually look at their books. They're available. Oh, and, yeah. And, Hugh, highly rated. Oh, unbelievable how much they get out of every penny that is donated. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So we heard uh, Lindsey Graham uh, talking to some of the tech leaders earlier, asking Mark Zuckerberg, have you seen that uh, Social Dilemma movie? No, I haven't seen it, Senator. I'm sorry, the what? The what now? (laughs) Uh, Ted Cruz was asking some questions, but who's this Ben Sass talking to who? Uh, This is him and Zuckerberg kind of doing it. Not so much back and forth, but just a Q&A. Okay. I'm curious as to whether or not Mr. Zuckerberg and Mr. Dorsey, and I guess we'll start with Facebook, I'm curious as to whether or not you think it's likely uh, that there is systemic bias inside your organization uh, in the execution of content moderation policies, given that your employee base is so unrepresentative of America in general. Senator, I I think it's a good question, and certainly uh, I think it means that we have to be more intentional about what we do and and thoughtful. Um, Our principal and and goal is to give everyone a voice and to be a platform for all ideas. Um, As you mentioned, I do think it's undisputed that um, our employee base, at least the the full-time folks, um, uh, politically would be um, somewhat or or maybe more than just a little somewhat um, to the left of where our overall community is, where where the community um, (laughs) basically spans almost wide varieties of people across society. So I do think that that means that we need to be um, careful and intentional internally to make sure that bias uh, doesn't seep into decisions that we make. Um, Although I'd I'd point out a couple of things. The folks who are doing the content review work, we have about 35,000 people doing content review, are typically not based in in Silicon Valley. Um, They're based in places all over the country and um, all over the world. So I think that the geographic diversity of that um, is is more representative of the community that we serve uh, than than just the full-time employee base and our headquarters in the Bay Area. 
I find it encouraging in the same way that now all sorts of uh, corporate media outlets are saying, well, yes, there's vote fraud. It just wasn't widespread or it wasn't big enough to have changed the election. Okay, now you're admitting it happens. That's progress. Zuckerberg saying, yeah, yeah, we're wildly liberal, but uh, I don't know, uh, just kind of. At least, you know, they're saying it out loud. We'll look forward to more highlights of that hearing happening uh, today. We'll have them for you on the Armstrong and Getty Show tomorrow. We need to have a big day for Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. If we're going to raise $500,000 in five days, we're, you know, a little over a day in, and we're, well, we're a little behind. Yeah, we are. You need to give to this incredible organization that helps our wounded guys with all of their life needs when they need it the most, and they're incredibly... uh, Frugal with your dollars, highest rating at Charity Navigator. A lot of military charities do not have the highest rating. Look into them. Like Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. Make sure you have the name right. It's easy. Just go to armstrongandgetty.com. Some of the whimsical names of people donating. Joe's tip money. It doesn't say how much that was. Uh, Make Positive Sean's cat real again. Mm. Come on, man. Oh, that's an OJ reference, isn't it? I believe so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying. It's a Biden reference. That's a Biden. Come on, man. Newsom's dinner. I like it. Gavin's face mask. <laughs> Your mask is covered in FM. Wow, a fecal what? matter uh, reference. I, I don't what, believe science backs that up. Back went, to uh, what, Marshall what, Phillips. What went wrong with your night? <laughs> uh, we're all human. We all fall short sometimes. That's exactly right. Corn pop, do as I say, not as I do, Dad. I mean, Gavin. <laughs> That's one of the names. And. Moved to Arizona last month because of that asshat is one of our donors. Wow, that's uh, that's strong. Yeah, if you can only afford ten bucks, do ten. If you can afford ten thousand, give ten thousand. What is this? It's the sound of a whale. Uh oh, where my whales be at? Oh, we have Brian chipping in with twenty five hundred dollars. Thank nice you. Job, and Brian. we also have another thousand uh, dollar from an anonymous supporter. Yes. Raising their flukes, standing up for our fighting men and women. Thank you, you beast of the dark. I believe it's the called breaching when they do that. <laughs> well, not necessarily. So, um, uh, it's a mammal. You realize the whale. I'll use my final thought to get a total. Uh, here we go. Hey, kids! It's that time again. With Armstrong and Getty. Oh, I love those kids. Here's your host, Joe Getty. Oh, they're so enthused. I know. Hey, Michelangelo in the control room. Let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew. Lead us off. Yeah, this Thanksgiving, uh, make sure you time your neighbors. If you see them gathering for more than two hours, Absolutely. call the police. Absolutely. Remember, a football game's at least three hours, so if they're in the fourth quarter, they've broken the law. Call yeah. Gavin Newsom directly. He's enforcing this sort of thing. Absolutely. I'll try to get his cell number. Hey, uh, Positive Sean, our producer, has a final thought. Sean? Yes, it's always interesting to me to, to be reminded that moms continue to be moms, regardless of how old uh, how old i get as my mom texted me today said hey i made up a batch of meatballs swing by and pick it up oh, oh my are you kidding Wolf. are you kidding oh man uh jack a final thought for the folks gladys drum roll please where are we for warrior foundation freedom station what's the latest sean no your mic's off i think oh we have 100 45 th- or i'm sorry 145 200 mm, too many ands i messed it all up 
Gladys, can we get another drum roll? Roughly 145? No, I, I was trying to refresh, so I was padding. $148,265. Oh. Oh. Okay, good job, everybody. Good job. Oh, another anonymous support. 2000 another whale. A late whale. Nice. nice. So, uh, yeah, we got to have a big afternoon and evening. You podcasters are listening in the future. Donate Ooh. some money at armstrongandgetty.com. Indeed, so many people thanks so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. Donate or pick up some swag. The A&G masks are flying off the shelves. Nice feel to the masks, too. I love mine. Not giving it up. Plus the uh, boxer briefs, the T-shirts, uh, the jogging bra. You need a bit of support? Nice bra, bra. What are you doing? I'm jogging, bra. <laughs> <laughs> so your final thought was buy some of our stuff? Uh, No, it was... Oh, no, I'm sorry. It was going to be... um. You're smart, you're capable, do what the governor did. Figure out for yourself how to keep yourself and your employees and your customers safe, and maybe don't worry so much about the regulations. Mm, Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank, so little time. Write me when I'm in jail for violating the COVID laws. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. You can drop us an email, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. I fell short, and I apologize for that. It wasn't in the spirit of the regulations, but it was near the spirit. The spirit of the letter of the spirit (laughs) of the spirit of what I'm trying to regulate. (laughs) Idiots. See you tomorrow. God bless America. You having a good time? Okay, I I did not say that. I've sat here for over three hours and 15 minutes. (laughs) That sucks. If you wish to leave, you may. Let me just say... How very, very dismaying and disappointing. Not uh, good. And just change the channel from this mesmerizing horror show. We'll be better tomorrow than we were today. Then we heard the words. It's over for me. Adios, mofo. Okay, so we're, we're, you're, we're dismissed, is that correct? Do you want to rephrase uh, what you're doing? Uh, we're all human. We all fall short sometimes. Armstrong and Getty.